Hello, I'm Martin. My name is Anika. And this is the first episode of our podcast series called Are We There Yet? We chose this name because we try and understand the world around us to get at some sort of truth. See, everyone is on a journey somewhere, even if we don't know where we're going. And we're always impatiently asking ourselves, are we there yet? The theme of our first five episodes will focus on discovery and identity. How do different people with different backgrounds come together on a college campus? Can we discover what goals motivate us and how they influence our decisions? And what are we doing here in the first place? <laughs> as freshmen at the University of Pennsylvania, we've been grappling with a lot of these questions lately as we transition into the college environment. There are so many things we still need to discover, and we want to share that process with you guys. We hope our podcast will connect to our lives at Penn and be relevant to all college students. In the future, we plan on having a guest join us for each episode to bring their perspective to our themes. But today is just us, and we'll be talking about forming new relationships and how these new friendships come to define us. In order to start off our discussion, we asked some other students what they found to be the hardest part about finding new relationships in college. The hardest part about making friends in college is getting used to reaching out of your comfort zone and offering to someone that you may have never talked to before uh, an opportunity to hang out with them because you're so used to, for four years in high school, relying on friends you've had the entire time to talk to, and now that is completely gone and you have to completely reform new friendships every single day. In high school, like everyone was from the same city. Um, I was from a pretty liberal state, so the majority of people had liberal beliefs. But at Penn, everyone's beliefs are so um, different and diverse, and they come from different countries and different political beliefs and ideologies and religions for me that sometimes there seems to be like a kind of knowledge or cultural gap even. And that can sometimes be a difficult gap to bridge. Um, I think forming new relationships at Penn now, like three months into freshman year, it's very difficult to enter into already established friend groups. The hardest part about uh, forming new relationships in college is uh, striking the balance between meeting new people and uh, spending lots of time with, uh, with people you've already met. I want to talk about what relationships are. What do we even mean by that term? I mean, there could be a huge range of relationships from someone you only see in passing by to someone you sit with and talk to every day. I definitely agree with you. Like, first off, there are so many more people in college than in high school, and it can be a big adjustment, especially if you went to a small high school. And we also have a lot more freedom in our social life. Like, we have the ability to spend time with people whenever we want, uh, almost wherever we want. I think because of that freedom, I think that there are people here that I'm friends with that I never would have been able to be friends with in high school. In fact, I mean, the way that I interact with these people has changed so much that our friendships have changed. Coming into college, we really have a clean slate to reshape how people view us. It's true. For the first time, we can be independent of our past. People don't remember our middle school awkwardness. However, I think this was mostly for the NSO period, and the friends we made during that first month really did solidify our social circles. What almost scares me about that was how random the people I met during NSO was. A lot of that solidification was based on my random floor assignment. Yeah, dorms are like a built-in social group, and I really understand why colleges um, make all freshmen have roommates 
for the most part, because it really does impact how we form friendships. Instead of only seeing each other for a few hours a day, you're around each other 24-7, so it's like a year-long friendship is <laughs> compressed into like just like two months. Whatever relationship someone has with their roommate, it's a powerful bond one way or another. <laughs> <laughs> it, it can really be strange sometimes, though, because even with family, a lot of the time you don't share rooms. You always have somewhere private to retreat to. And we come in at the beginning of the year with no idea what to expect from our roommate. And I know that some roommates really bond and others don't. So it, it's just really random, like you said. I think what I've noticed is I've been pretty impressed with our random system. I think that most people I've seen don't tend to fight with their roommates. I think Yeah, I haven't seen any huge roommate drama or anything. <laughs> Maybe it got swept under the dorm rug. <laughs> yeah, our hall has bonded pretty closely, I'd say, compared to what I hear about other halls. Like, there are always people in our lounge, and we hang out together. People don't just go into their rooms and close their doors. It's definitely because of the physical proximity it creates a sense of community, even though we're a pretty diverse group. Proximity definitely matters. I think that the friends I've made friends with outside of our hall have definitely fit into a more narrow range and that they enjoy talking about or doing similar things to me. Not that that's necessarily a bad thing. I think the friends I've made outside of my dorm are usually through my classes. So since we're taking similar classes, we already have similar interests. That's a good point. But you know what I really want to talk about... <laughs> is dining hall culture. <laughs> That's such a strange choice of words, <laughs> dining hall culture. I guess what I'm trying to say by that is we really have these three central points, right, that people come to every restricted time of day that we are allowed <laughs> to eat. And it, in a way, forces people to form relationships. Yeah, I feel like they're trying to trap us in the same room so we're forced to talk to each other. <laughs> You're putting particles closer together and they're more likely to form some sort of reaction. I guess that just goes along with dorms, how they're they're trying to make us interact. And that that's a good thing. I think it's a good thing that they're doing that. At the same time, despite what colleges do to encourage us to form these relationships, it can still be hard. I mean, Martin, what challenges did you find when trying to form new relationships? I think for one, I was really trying to keep in touch with my high school friends. And I you, you really have to find a balance between keeping in touch with them and not ignoring your social opportunities with new friends. More than just keeping in touch with people, what I've noticed is your old relationships change now that they're long distance. That's true. It changes how you interact with them because we don't see them anymore. And I realize that some people I don't really have much in common with them anymore. So it, it really takes an active effort if I want to stay in contact with them. I think I can find something in common with anyone, but... It comes down to time. Yeah, and uh, I don't want to feel like I'm choosing between friends, like between some of my old friends or between old and new. These choices are really frustrating, I think, because it feels like there isn't a right answer. There are certain moments that are important in current friendships, and we don't want to overlook those because we're focused on staying in touch with old friends. Yeah. I think my econ professor, <laughs> Rebecca Stein, she said, like, there are always opportunity costs. So the time you spend socializing with new friends, like you always have to think about like what could you be spending this time doing for something else? The hard thing is that studying econ, you're trying to calculate friendship instead of experiencing it. 
Well, it, it's like productive for your life. It's, it's not wasting time. Socializing is really important. I think that sometimes that can become a slippery slope because you can say that to a point, you know, but there is something that can be more valuable than just talking to other people. As college students, we're really forced to prioritize things, like even things that we shouldn't have to put a value to. I definitely think this question of old and new friends really comes down to how we evaluate how we spend our time. That's very true. A while ago, you mentioned that you've had some really important bonding experiences that defined your relationships here. Can you talk about one of them? Well, I think that most of my bonding experiences tend to be longer, small group conversations so that I can ha take the time to hear what each person is really saying. And I think like sometimes when those conversations happen outdoors, that can be a really nice change of pace. Yeah. When, when do they usually happen? Like late at night or? <laughs> well, I, I agree. I think late at night helps because people tend to be more relaxed and less focused on deadlines. Yeah. I remember back in the first week of the semester, one of my close friends here asked if I wanted to go to Rittenhouse Square with her and her roommate. And I was walking up the stairs and I was planning on going back to my room, but I said yes on impulse. And if I hadn't said yes, I don't know if we would be as close as we are. So that was definitely a bonding experience for me. Our discussion may have taken a few loops, but what we want to end with is a few takeaways. I think that we definitely have so many social opportunities here that sometimes it can be overwhelming. So it's really all about balance between old friends and new friends, socializing in school, and who we used to be and who we want to become. I don't want to think about friends in terms of how much productivity they bring to my life, but in terms of how much diversity they bring. I think that the important thing is that we stay open to friendships with everyone around us and remain unafraid to say yes on impulse. Well, thanks for listening to our very first episode. We hope we've given everyone listening some new ways of thinking about relationships in college. Wait, have, have we reached 10 minutes yet? Wait, how long have we been talking? Are we at 10 minutes? Are we there yet?